my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Today I'm bringing to you the second episode in the Father's Day series. Season 6, episode 10, I'm Not DJ. This is going to be a Danny and Stephanie episode. This episode aired December 1st, 1992. In this episode, Stephanie wants to pierce her ears so she can wear real earrings like her friends. The two Jennifer's... These girls are not her friends. They're not her friends. Danny forbids her from doing so until she begins junior high, just like DJ. Steph doesn't want to wait and is so, so desperate. She turns to Kimmy Gibbler for help, whose brother just happens to work in an earring shop. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those two girls, those two Jennifers, we got Danielle Fischel from, who we all know is Topanga Lawrence, or if you've seen all of Seven Seasons of Boy Meets World, Topanga Matthews, also Girl Meets World, and then the blonde girl with the braces, I have no idea who she is. <laughs> um, yeah. Also... Danny, well, the thing is, if you're a Full House fanatic like I am, you, and you've seen all the episodes a billion times, you'd probably know in season two, Stephanie, or Jody Sweden does have her ears pierced. And it's just kind of funny, because if you go into those episodes, it's like, yeah, and then you're like, what? She wants to get her ears pierced? Well, that doesn't make any sense. She already had them pierced. Unless... Maybe Danny made her take them out and then the holes closed. I've never had my ears pierced. Um, never really. I might have wanted to at one point when I was young. But of course being the I lose everything all the time. And I'm still honestly like that today as an adult. They just kind of figure like it's a big hassle. It's a responsibility. You're not ready for it at age eight, seven years old, seven or eight years old. So here's a solution. The stick gun earrings. Now, if you're like me and you grew up in the late 80s and early 90s, um, <laughs> you know, those stick on earrings do not last. You put them on at the beginning of the day morning and then by mid afternoon, it's like, well, where did they go? <laughs> they're lost in your hair, they fell on the floor, <laughs> they're gone, basically. 
So, yeah. And, of course, dear old Garth Gibbler, who we never meet, apparently does not exist in the Fuller House universe, but Jimmy Gibbler, who didn't exist in the Full House universe, does exist. Interesting. Um, apparently he's got a job as a, Garth Gibbler has a job at the Piercing Palace. And we know from season four, he was working as a bellhop at, uh, the Excelsior Hotel from the Shape Up episode. So in two seasons, to me, I mean, honestly, a bellhop feels like more of a, I mean, being a piercer I, I'm sure you got to get some type of license to do that, right? I mean, you got to be trained. I don't know. But it just feels like from a bellhop to a piercer, doesn't it feel kind of like as far as the jobs go, like a bellhop will be maybe a little higher up? I don't know. Maybe he's a manager at this place. I don't know. We don't really know much about Garth Gibbler, even in season one, <laughs> when we heard about Kimmy going, you know, she wanted to get Stacey Q's autograph, she had gotten 20 bucks, which it cost her for her brother to write the excuse note, the phony excuse note to get her out of school from her parents, even though it cost her 20 bucks, but she's like, yeah, but I got the 20 bucks from his wallet. Yeah. Great influence there. <laughs> But hey, he did let her borrow his car wild thing when she got her driver's license, so it ain't all that bad. Alright, this episode's got a 7.0 out of 10 based on 233 ratings. As far as guest stars, it's pretty... Who's Sparky? Because we know that John, Dave Coulier plays... Not only himself in this episode, but Uncle he plays Uncle Jasper, the barber. Yes, the side plot of Nikki and Alex, who at the start of season six are played by Blake and Dylan Tumoy Wilhout. Um, before they were played by, I think it was like Kevin and Daniel Renata or something like that. Um, but this time around... You know, Jesse's all about the long hair, so of course the kid's got to have the long hair. But the hair's just getting so long that you can barely see their eyes. Have Their bangs are, like, literally covered. They're like, like Becky says, oh, they look like little tiny sheepdogs. Because, <laughs> like, oh, look, they have eyes. But, I mean, it's cool if they have long hair, but why can't you kind of style it to the point where... You know, just do a little comb-over thing so you can see their eyes once in a while. You know, they they can walk, but how are they going to be able to walk if their bangs are... That's what would... I, I can't... Once my bangs reach, like, below my eyebrows, it's like I... And I'm like, you know, moving my head side to side trying to get my bangs out of my... It just... I, I can't. I have to have them cut. So, yeah, we do have... Who's the Sparky person? He was an Angus. Who do you play in Ang Angus, age 11. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Sparky kid... Uh, 
is the, the child customer before Nikki and Alex in the barbershop. I'm going to go out on a limb there because there really is nobody else in this episode. We got Jennifer P., like I said, played by Danielle Fischel. We have Tiffany Watson playing Jennifer S. This is the only thing she's ever done. Good for her. <laughs> All right, this episode was directed by Richard Carell. We got Jeff Franklin as the writer. Of course, he's the creator. We got Sarah Katz as the writer and Gloria Ketterer as a writer, too. It's like, well, because this is a Stephanie episode, you know, it deals with girls getting ears pierced and all that fun stuff. Okay, let's see. We got some review. Oh, we do. Um, <laughs> 8 out of 10, the one where Stephanie gets her ears pierced by Taylor Kingston. Warning spoilers. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I really like this episode. It's funny, but also very real. I can honestly really relate to Stephanie. Just because something was some way for one child, that doesn't mean it has to be the exact same way for everyone else. In this episode, Stephanie is sick of being treated exactly like DJ was. They're different people, and she thinks she should have different outcomes. Stephanie wants to get her ears pierced, but since DJ was older, Danny says she must wait. Since she doesn't think that's fair, she decides to let Kimmy pierce her ears for her. How do you think Danny will react? Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10, which in my ratings book is freaking redonkulous. Oh, we got some trivia. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, we pretty much already know this. Uh, Danielle Fischel, who played Jennifer P. in this episode, would be cast 10 months later in another TGIF show, Boy Meets World, as Topanga Lawrence. Which, yeah, I remember in season one, Topanga was played as this, you know, daughter of a hippie couple in the way that she kind of dressed a little kooky. Her hair was, you know, frizzy and kind of crimped and everything. And she would always you know, talk, you know, astrological signs and, you know, connecting with people on the other side, you know, the, the dead and all this stuff. So, um, I like how they kind of flesh that character out a little more in season two. Like, okay, she's going to be the love interest for Corey. Um, I do have a podcast that's been on the back burner for a bit. The World According to Corey Boy Meets World podcast, but right now, like I said, that is on the back burner until I'm done with the Full House, Fuller House podcast. If you like, there are like 20 plus different Boy Meets World podcasts out there. Some actually do have interviews with some of the cast. Now, not the, the main, like the big, big stars. I mean, Jason Marsden was interviewed on the Feeny Call podcast. I think Will Friedle may have been who played Eric Matthews. Um, but definitely check that one out. I'm trying to think whether that is in fact a clean podcast or not. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, there's like, I mean, you even go on like um, Spotify or Podbean. There's like 20 plus, I'm not kidding you, Boy Meets World podcasts out there. And some of them haven't went through all the episodes. Some have stopped halfway. But definitely, just like there are, you know, many Full House 
podcast. So, all right. Next trivia. Dave Cooley appears in a double role as both Joey and Joey's Uncle Jasper. And I'll get, when I get to this, I mean, I will definitely comment on how good they made Dave Coulier as an older, like, senior citizen. They did really good. The makeup department was really good with that. Oh, really? The final appearance of Michelle's pencil butt. So if that's the case, then the next episode has to be Designing Mothers. I'm right. Yes, and I will be covering that one in July with the um, Almost Breakup double feature. Almost Break, yes, the Almost Breakup double feature. It'll be this one and then the one before it is going to be from season three, Breaking Up is Hard to Do in 22 Minutes, the almost breakup with Jesse and Becky. So going back to I'm Not DJ, making sure I covered all of my bases. Okay, yes, continuity. Stephanie wants to get her ears pierced. However, in the beginning of the first and second seasons, it is notable, notable that Stephanie's ears are already pierced. When Stephanie showed off her new sunglasses to the two Jennifers, they told her they were out of style, so Stephanie flung them behind her, and they landed on her nightstand. In the next shot, the sunglasses were on her bed. Factual errors. When the twins are getting their haircut, Jasper says he graduated class of 37. Jesse then replied they did not have hair dryers in 1937. The hair dryer was actually invented in the 1920s. So, Jesse, you are wrong. That is probably why he's going back to night school. No, he, in night school, all he's doing is, like, take, I thought he only needed to, like, the English class credit to graduate. So, it's not like he's got to take a full course. But, yeah, alright. So, of course, before I get into the episode, I want to let all you Tanner newbies who have just hopped on the Tanner train, a.k.a. the podcast, I want to say welcome. And I want to let you know where you can listen to the podcast. First of all, you can listen on the SoundCloud app. You can also listen on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It is streaming on three different platforms. The first is the Oh My Land to Holy Chalupas Full House Fuller House podcast. The second is the Punky Power Unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. And the third is the Looking Back on My Wonder Years of Wonder Years podcast. So you have three different platforms to be able to listen to the podcast on as as well as other shows I have covered. Now, the Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast is mainly, it's 18 and over, but there are exceptions with this show, with the new Wonder Years 2021. That is now a family friendly, you can listen to it, except for the first, like, two episodes of the of season one like the pilot and the second one or the second and the third one or one through three I don't know but um yeah so mainly a lot of that stuff is gonna be 18 and over but the punky power one the on the only line to holy chalupas those are for ears of all ages I do movie reviews. I covered all four seasons of Punky Brewster. I'm currently working my way through the ten episodes of the new Punky Brewster. Also, the podcast does have social media sites. The Facebook page, just type in Full House Podcast or Full House 
podcast. The Oh My Atlanta Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Follow it. Like it. That way you know what episodes I'm doing for which month because unlike some other Full House podcasts out there, this one is a little different. It doesn't do episodes in order of air date or season by season, episode by episode. I do themes. It can be a holiday. It can be based on a character. It can be based on the time of year. A lot of different themes. So plenty of big long catalog. If you, I started this podcast in April of 2019. It's been around now for three years. So yes, many, many episodes to listen to. Also, like I said, this episode is for ears of all. This podcast is for ears of all ages. So if you're like me, you grew up in the 80s, the 90s, you love Full House, you want a podcast that you can listen to around your kids or just on a speaker, in your car phone, on on a bus, what at your workstation, you don't have to worry about me dropping F-bombs, S-bombs, H-bombs, which have what, whatever. Just know that this is for everybody's ears. So also, if you haven't yet and you'd like to, you can leave a review for the podcast on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Just type in Full House or Fuller House and the Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Right now, yep, and then you would just um, click on it, scroll down to where it says leave a review, and leave a review. Also, right now, SoundCloud and iTunes are the only two streaming services this podcast is available on. People have asked me if I'm going to do Spotify, and I don't really think I'm going to do that just because I do play clips in my podcast episodes, and I don't know how that would fly on Spotify. So right now it's just iTunes and SoundCloud. If you have, if you want to write into the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your favorite character. Tell me your of either show, Full House or Fuller House. Least favorite character. Favorite storyline. Least favorite storyline. If you have ideas on if Full House would have lasted a season 9 or season 10 and you would like to share where you think the characters would have ended up, even though we know how... They ended up in Fuller House. There's a very long span of time from 1995 to 2016. Fill in the blank if you like. I would love to be able to read those on the podcast. Fan fiction. I would just, I would love to see what you guys come up with. And the same thing with Fuller House. I mean, if we had gotten a season six or seven or eight, where do you see the characters? If there is a fullest house down the road, because the main cast, they're up for it. If a situation arises where we get a fullest house, where DJ's kids are grown up, you know, Ramona's grown up, Danny and baby number two for Stephanie and Jimmy, I would definitely like to see that. I definitely would like to see what you guys come up with. So, all right. Of course, before I get into the episode, let's look at the cold open for this episode. Now I gotta say, this is a cute. <laughs> this is a cute cold open. Jesse and Joey 
Jesse, of course, is holding on to Nikki. Joey is holding on to Alex. And they got the little Nerf football between them. And they're kind of like doing a little football setup thing. And Joey takes the way that he is holding Alex and kind of he's got the football, the little Nerf football, going around the couch. and like, touchdown! And he lifts up Alex, and Becky has to jump in and say, like, hey, don't spike my son. Because it almost looks like he's, I thought he was going to take, Joey was going to take Alex and like, like, touch Lee, and you throw the ball, this, yeah, and Becky has to get in there, like, um, no, we're not doing that. Do not hurt my son. And I think Becky's in the running right now, straight off the bat in this cold open, because she does wear this it's a it's a denim button down with a weird long floral looking tie and it just looks like yeah a denim button up but the shoulders have been removed so in a way it's shoulderless but it still has the collar with the tie attached and it's just really really weird so yeah I think this is already in the running for worst outfit of the episode Joey actually puts Alex down the, oh, okay, it's like, are you serious? You were going to drop that toddler and spike him like a football? Oh my gosh, Joey. Jennifer's. <laughs> Joey answers the door and tall blonde braces Jennifer comes in. She's wearing a black jacket with a black shirt underneath and black legging, um, sh legging shorts, I guess. And then we got Danielle Fischel is Jennifer P who is wearing a black shirt underneath a fuchsia colored blazer. Did she take that from, did she borrow that from DJ? Because DJ, at least in season four, was all about the Blazers. Oh my God. I think she's thankfully moved out of that phase. And this fuchsia blazer also has like some silver like brooch type thing clipped onto the side. The, the blonde comes in and says, oh, I'm Jennifer. And then Danielle Fischel her character says, oh, I'm Jennifer too. Not the number two, but also. And I'm thinking, okay, um, I believe Joey's smart enough to understand that you don't mean the number two. But then again, I mean, these girls, the way they are portrayed just are kind of, I don't want to call them bimbos or airheads or anything like that. Not the candy, but... It's kind of like those blonde jokes I remember back in the day. 
the whole why do blondes wear shoulder pads and then you, you shrug your shoulders like I don't know <laughs> so the two Jennifers come in they start to walk towards the stairs to go upstairs because Joey's like oh well Stephanie's in her room room and Jesse's hanging out with the twins that are in these little um it's like a little activity center that you can sit in and, you know, push buttons and what have you. They could have just went upstairs and not said anything. They could have said, oh, what cute babies. Instead, no. They say, oh, look, Jennifer, what cute little girls. I'd be like, excuse me, do they look like they're... Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You could have just, why did you have to say that? You, But then again, this is what's going to push Jesse over the edge of, because he doesn't want the boys to get a haircut. You know, he's managed to grow their hair out this long. Becky hasn't said anything. Like, hey, let's give him a little trim. But he is so, it's almost like he takes this as a personal offense on him, like, no, these are not girls. They are boys. Future. He even says future men. And the two girls look at each other like, no way. They say that a lot. And like, you need to. Mm. And Jesse's like, yes way. Like, go visit Stephanie. Get out of this room. Oh my gosh. I would be so irritated. It just makes me think of the times like I had gotten my hair cut short when I was like 11. And then again when I was 18. And how many remarks I would get. Like, oh, calling me a boy or something. And I just, I, I, I still remember working at McDonald's. I think it was right after I got out of, I graduated high school. And this older man, you know, it was the first time running the register. And this older man's like, you help that young man out. I'm thinking, excuse me? I'm sorry, but this is oh. the tall blonde one that's like, oh, look, Jennifer, what cute little girls. You look at these babies and it's like there's no indication whatsoever that they're in any way feminine. I'm sorry to be harping on it like this, but it really. Mm. The way that Jesse's like, whoa, 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 and he's clutching his heart like, oh. He says, they are not girls, they are boys. Future men. But then again, these are the same girls that share the collective hive mind, just like they did in Silence is Not Golden. I don't like these girls. They're bratty. They're kind of meanish girls. <sighs> Why is Jennifer P. Daniel Fischel wearing, like, stockings, like, pantyhose? I'm like, girl, you're... 10 years old or 11 I guess she's the one with the blazer she's dressing way too old Becky is the one that broaches the subject with Jesse like honey I think it's time our uh, little linebackers got a haircut and Jesse covers the twins ears like honey 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 please do not mention the H word around the boys they kick, they scream, they go nuts. And Becky looks at Jesse, almost rolling her eyes, and says, Honey, that's you. 
And he's like, oh yeah. Okay, so if I had to honestly pick, like, prime Jesse hair, like, if I had to go, like, between, like, judge between, um, five through, like, season eight, I would, okay, if I had to rate all, okay, so I'm gonna go peak hair for me, for Jesse, I'm thinking season two and three, kind of, because it's similar hair, is... I, where I think Jesse really shines with the hair. And then season six is also my favorite. But seven and eight with the just raggedy sideburns and everything that he has. And just the hair just looks a little too overgrown. It's just, no, I mean... But if I had to go, like, longerish hair, it would definitely have to be season, like, five and six, 100%. Now, I gotta say, honestly, um, Dave Cooley's hair in season six, I do like because he does not have that mullet that he's had for a bit. But he does mention his Uncle Jasper has the cutest little shop. You can either sit in a rocket ship or a dolphin and <laughs> yeah and Becky's like oh did he cut your hair when you were a kid and Joey says yeah actually he cut my hair last week and the look that Becky gives him like okay like come on Becky he's not sitting in a dolphin or a rocket ship he's probably they have adult chairs there too she kind of looked at him like <laughs> Joey you're hopeless and Jesse is determinedly, no, no one is touching a hair on my kids' heads unless it's me. If anyone's going to cut their hair, it's going to be me. And really, I mean, honestly, you don't even necessarily have to really give them a haircut. Just kind of give them, and she even says, like, a little trim. Maybe trim the bangs a little bit. Maybe get them, like, the little dead ends, the flyaways. And kind of, you know, or even... I mean, I love what Jasper does, which easily you could have done at home. The hair can still stay long, but just kind of, you know, do a little side part, a little comb over, and it'll, it'll get it out of their eyes. You, I mean, you can see their eyes there, but it's like, no, their bangs are getting really long. Becky even says, you know, they're starting to look like little sheepdogs. And Jesse's like, fine, we'll give him a trim, but I'm going to do it myself. And Becky gets up and starts walking out of the room, and Jesse asks, well, where are you going? And she's like, well, if you're going to give them haircuts, I'm going to go out and buy them hats. Like, Jesse, I mean, I get there's some people out there, it's like, you know, they, getting your haircut is not cheap. I'm going to say that even if you went to Great Clips, it's like $15 to get a haircut. Compared to other places, because, and this is a real thing for me, because... It took me, I've been in Texas almost two years, it'll be two years in September. It took me going to Great Clips a handful of times, not being happy with the outcome, having a language barrier, which is really hard, especially when it's, you know, you're getting your hair cut and you want certain things done, you know, but um, I just, I wasn't satisfied. And I finally, finally, as of January of 2022, got someone that I liked that cut my hair. And the thing is, 
So, like, once you decide, like, okay, this is it. This is the guy, you know, who's going to cut my hair. And I don't think I've ever had a, a guy, like, cut my hair bef before on the regular. But then I go again, like, I think it was right before we went to Galveston, but I go there to get a haircut. Like, okay, great, great, great. And I, yeah, well, I call even ahead of time to make sure the person's working. Turns out, oh, no, they don't work here anymore. So I'm like, okay, well, he was helping out at that other, you know, Supercuts, because that's where. And it turns out, they're like, oh, no, he doesn't work with Supercuts anymore. And I'm thinking, are you kidding? I mean, to each their own, whatever. I don't know his situation. But um, it sucks for me, because now i got to find someone else. You know, I mean, I just, it's such a big deal and I don't want to spend like an arm and a leg I mean for the right person I'll spend a decent amount to get you know a haircut well I always want to get a haircut shampoo prior to getting the haircut so like, that's why I do every like six to eight weeks so um yeah that's my haircut story <laughs> I remember too also when I got my haircut when I was 18 when I went short again like I think it was like yeah it was April of 2001, it was like a month and a half away from me graduating high school. My dad was so livid that I got my hair cut short again. The first time wasn't my fault because I was 11. Um, but anyway, yeah, he was so angry that I got my hair cut short. Even to the point where, even at his, um, the visitation for my dad's funeral, one of his old work buddies had come up and said, I remember when he, he talked about when you got your hair cut short and he was so angry. I'm like, oh my gosh, he was telling people at work about this? Woo! I got it. Hello. Hi, is Stephanie here? I'm Jennifer. And I'm Jennifer too. Not the number two, but also... Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer, Stephanie's in her room room. <laughs> oh, look, Jennifer, my cute little girl. Oh, 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 oh. They're not girls, they are boys, future men. No way! Yes, way! Oh, get out of here, girls. I don't like it. I think it's time our little linebackers got a haircut. Sweetheart, hoo, 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 hoo. Please, don't say the H-word around them. They'll kick, they scream, they go nuts. Jess, that's you. Oh, yeah. Hey, my Uncle Jasper's been cutting kids' hair for years. He's got the cutest little shop. You can either sit in a dolphin or a rocket ship. Aw, did he cut your hair when you were a kid? Actually, he cut my hair last week. <laughs> Nobody's touching a hair on my kids' heads. Oh, honey, just a trim. They're starting to look like little sheepdogs. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. We'll give, we'll give them a little trim, but I'm going to do it myself. Fine. Where are you going? Well, if you're giving him haircuts, I'm going to go buy him hats. So, Stephanie and Michelle are sitting at the table. They're doing a little tea party deal. And it's kind of cool, you know, sisters hanging out, not saying anything, just sipping fake tea. So, there's a knock on the door. Stephanie goes there, <laughs> opens the door, and the way she's like, Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, they didn't even call. They just showed up. Like. And I think it's the fact that DJ. DJ. <laughs> that Stephanie is just, you know, the last thing she wants the Jennifers to see is her having a little tea party. You know, being a child since 
the two Jennifers apparently are now shaving their legs. And I'll get into that in a minute because I have things to say about shaving your legs when you're young. Mainly because I did the same thing. And I regretted it. How many Jennifers? They're like, oh, we thought we'd stop by. We're on our way to Jennifers. Not this Jennifer, the other one. Really? How many Jennifers? That is so many Jennifers. Is she anything like those two Jennifers? Because if she is, oh boy. And Stephanie's like, great. <laughs> so, what's going on? And Michelle, for fear of losing her sister to these two, um, yeah. It's like, Stephanie, we're playing tea party. Girls, get out of my house if you're going to be judgmental like that. Go be your judgy selves at the other Jennifer's house. Because like, tea party? I'm like, yeah, tea party. You got a problem with that? You can leave. But Stephanie is so desperate to be part of this Jennifer's little group thing we got going on that she is just going to totally just reject Michelle. Just, <laughs> oh, Michelle, don't ever change, sweetie. Because Stephanie, right before, she's like, oh, she must be running a fever. And Michelle, right before Stephanie puts a hand in Michelle's forehead, Michelle is literally rolling her eyes like, like, Stephanie, seriously, you want to be friends with these girls? We need to get you, we need to get you some better options. So Stephanie's like, oh, she's burning up. I'll have to go pack her in ice. And she, like, practically, with her hands still on Michelle's forehead, practically lifts her out of that chair and out the door. So, yeah, she leads Michelle out, like, one hand on her forehead, the other one on the back of her head <laughs> and kind of puts her up along outside the door frame and Michelle says I don't feel sick and Stephanie tells her of course you're not sick I just need some privacy if the Jennifer's and that's a big if mind you if they like her like this isn't just she's not like a passing phase a passing fancy like she passes the test with them Stephanie will be allowed to sit at the cafeteria power table. Wow. Yeah. Um. Mm. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm with Michelle. She's like, big wow. Like, who cares? They're the cruelest, the coolest. Are you sure you don't mean the cruelest girls in the fifth grade? That must be a small fifth grade class with not a lot of girls. How many are named Jennifer? How many are not named Jennifer? We know one is not named Jennifer because her name is Stephanie. Now, let me ask you listeners a question here. Um, if you had to choose between Stephanie being friends with the two Jennifers, because we only see them one other time in this season, and Gia... Who would you rather have her friends with? The two Jennifers who will easily reject her and leave her in the dust? Or Gia who is just a handful of bad influence? I mean, I don't remember the Jennifers like shoving a pack of cigarettes in Stephanie's face and saying, light, it, light up, Stephanie. Or calling her a waste of skin. Yeah, Stephanie says, just stay out. 
Stephanie goes back in that room. Michelle is right on her heels. Like, she's her shadow. Stephanie comes in. It's like tucking her hair behind her ears. And says, excuse the interruption. Michelle comes in. So she's like, okay, wait a minute. I want to get a look at these girls here. I want to really, like, examine and, like, uh, really study them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, they're not cool. Yeah, they're not worth it, Steph. Seriously. There's, there's got to be some other girls, any other girls in the fifth grade that you can hang with. There's not? Oh, boy. Yeah, Michelle's being honest. I'm 100% with her. She, they don't look so cool. That's because they're not, sweetie. They're cheesy TV mean girls is what they are. I love the audience and the Jennifers like look at each other completely insulted. Like, excuse me, what did she just say? What did she say to us? See, they have a shared brain. They share one brain, these girls. I'm ragging on them, but I can't, ugh, cannot stand them. And Stephanie continues on with this charade of, oh, that fever. She's delirious. She turns, spins Michelle around and like, like shoves her like hands on shoulders, like, Marches her out the out of the room. <laughs> Michelle is like just rolling her eyes. Like, are you kidding me, Stephanie? We're so much better than this. Why are you lowering yourself to hang out with the lowest common denominator? Don't ask me about fractions. I don't know anything about them. Stephanie's like, Michelle, I'm begging you. Please just stay out. And Michelle's got a point. It's like, it's my room too. Have you ever seen an episode where Michelle is asking Stephanie to leave her room? No. Or is there a time where when DJ and, and Stephanie shared a room that Stephanie was asking DJ to leave? No. So Stephanie suggested, so like, hey, compromise, okay? Stay away, stay out of the room now, and I promise the next time I do something very, very important... I promise you, I promise you, Michelle, you won't have to leave. You can hang out and watch whatever's going to go down. Okay? Sound cool? Awesome. Deal. Michelle, like, cool. I can live with that. Okay. Who can I bother? Hey, DJ, what are you doing? I'm just going to walk into your room. She, she does. The door is not open all the way, but she just walked right in. Jennifer, Jennifer. <laughs> what are you doing here? We thought we'd stop by. We were on our way to Jennifer's house. Not this Jennifer, the other one. Great, welcome. So, uh, what's going on? Stephanie, we're playing tea party. Tea party? Yeah, you got a problem. She must be running a fever. <laughs> oh, she's burning up. I'll be right back. I have to pack her in ice. I don't feel sick. Of course you're not sick. I just need some privacy. If the Jennifers like me, I'll get to sit at the cafeteria power table. Big wow. Look, these are the coolest girls in the fifth grade. Just stay out. Excuse the interruption. 
looks so cool. You came wrong. That fever. She's delirious. <laughs> Michelle, I am begging you. Just stay out. It's my room, too. Look, go right now, and I promise. The next time I do something really, really important, you could stay. Deal? Deal. Don't try bother. So, Stephanie tries on these sunglasses. They're like a bubblegum pink fla uh, flavor. Yeah, um, they're edible sunglasses. No, they're pink. They're honestly something. It just does not seem like they they look very cheaply made. And it just, they're almost look like semi, I mean... I don't know, something you get at the dollar store, to be honest, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it just, it doesn't fit with Stephanie's style. It just, I don't know why, it just really doesn't. But of course, Blondie over here, Valley, Miss Valley Girl, is all like, those are so out of style. Even the other Jennifer, uh, I'm just going to call her Topanga, <laughs> just kind of looks at Stephanie with a raised eyebrow, like, Ugh. Like, not the best fashion choice. I don't understand. Also, why are these girls hanging around Stephanie exactly? What is it about Stephanie that's appealing? I mean, we get it. We like Stephanie. She's very awesome. But to these girls who have such high standards and who they let into this cool power table thingamajig... I don't see Stephanie fitting the mold. If she has to bend over backwards, like it feels like what she's doing right now to impress these girls, this isn't worth it. This is not worth it at all. It's like, Stephanie, you are so much worth so much more than what the, these girls obviously are. Clearly, they're mean girls, honestly. And it's like, Stephanie, if you hang out with these girls, you're going to wind up. You don't want to be that type of person. What it was, is it with kids and, like, staying up late and watching talk? I think it's just the fact that, as a kid, if you can stay up, like, past 11, past midnight, it's bragging rights, basically. Because Topanga here is all like, oh, did you watch, did you see Arsenio last night? And... Stephanie's honest. She's like, oh, I was asleep. And both the girls bug-eyed. Even Topanga, like, looks at Jennifer like, oh, she was sleeping? Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. What a baby. And then, yeah, I had a bedtime of 9 o'clock. And that was because, you know, my dad worked in the morning. And he didn't necessarily want me up making noise while he's trying to sleep, which is understandable. I get it. As an adult, I get it. I missed seeing twice the Wonder Years finale because I had to go to bed at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So, Stephanie's like, I mean, I fell asleep from barking so much. So, like, whoo, 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 however you do it. And of course, yeah, she like, I was uh, fell asleep from barking so much. 
And of course, blonde Jennifer's all like, oh, I wasn't sleeping either. I was shaving my legs. Yeah, she was shaving her legs at 11 o'clock at night. Uh-huh, yeah, I just about don't buy that at all. So, yeah, um, word of advice. If you're around this age, 11, 12 and everything, and you actually want to shave your legs, like, go to your appearance Ask first. Don't just attempt it on your own. And that's the thing. They will tell you, like, the earlier you start shaving your legs, the faster it's going to grow in. It's going to grow in darker. You're going to constantly... I mean, you once you start, you cannot stop. Um, I was right around their age when I... And mine was a shaving mishap. And let me tell you, if you're going to shave your legs, whether it's on your own or asking an adult for help, um, don't do it when you are expected to go to a family gathering somewhere. Don't do it hours before you have to. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm going to shave my legs for the first time on my own. No assistance. No older sister. <laughs> there to help, so, um, yeah, I did, and, of course, at that time, I didn't have my own little, you know, pink razors or anything, so, I made do with what I had, yeah, um, also, those cheap pink razors, I'm gonna say right now, they will cut you up, your legs will be destroyed, um, yeah, just like when guys are shaving, they nick their face, you, you nick your legs and everything. Just don't, do not buy the cheap razor, the, the cheap disposable razors. I'm not saying you gotta get some, like, 20 plus dollar fancy schmancy ladies razor. I usually go with a, one, yeah, Venus Embrace. I really like their, the multicolored ones. Those ones are really nice. They have, um... Three uh, razor heads on, which is really awesome. Or, uh, I think it's a three-strip razor. Anyway, um, yeah, but that's my word of advice. Don't attempt when you're that young. If you want to shave your legs, get an adult. Have them show you the correct way to shave your legs. Just don't go all willy-nilly, because you're going to wind up with uh, your legs covered in panties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh my goodness, I swear, going up in the house where we hardly had bandage piece toilet paper, <laughs> paper towel. Ah, but anyway, let's move on. That's my story. That's my story about shaving my legs for the first time. Ah. Oh, come on, you were not, Topanga. You were not shaving your legs, too. At the oh my gosh, me too! I was also shaving my legs while watching Arsenio. Like, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. And <laughs> Stephanie still wanting to be in the conversation. Like, oh, uh, I was going to shave my legs, but, you know, I like a little stubble. Helps keep my socks up. Oh, my goodness. I cannot stand it. Like, the first sign of prickliness is like, get those legs shaved. Ugh. <laughs> the weird look that this... Uh, Jennifer P slash Topanga has on her face. It's just like, okay, weirdo. <laughs> I'm surprised I start, didn't start making cracks about You have a bear on your bed? Because Mr. Bear's on the bed. And they don't say anything like that. 
And what is she going to say? I mean, I don't think she's going to treat Mr. Lee. Oh, he's just some stuffed bear. It's like, no, that was a gift from her mother. So, <laughs> obviously, at a loss of topics, she jumps on her bed and jumps over to, this, to her nightstand and grabs her box, a, a long little white box, like, hey, you want to check out my earrings? They're really funky. And immediately the girls, like, zero in on the fact that these are clip-on earrings. Like, oh, they're clip-ons. They all are. We always thought you had pierced ears. Yeah, and students is why I wear earrings that look, or clip-ons that look like pierced ears. Who cares? If people aren't ready or maybe they don't want to get their dang ears pierced, excuse me, then why should they be judged for that? This just, oh, these girls, they're a waste of space. Gia would destroy these girls, and I would gladly let her because these girls need to be taken down a few notches. They're really getting on my nerves. Yeah, they're like, no way. Like, no way. Really? Ugh. Okay, girl with the braces. And I'm just saying this because she's got an attitude. She, Clip-ons are so second grade. I'm like... And who made you the judge of this situation, or the, of that fact? You? Really? Ugh. So, immediately, Stephanie, like, I said, she is just, she's very desperate to have, for acceptance, for acceptance, I mean, and, but she's bowing to their whims. She finally caves and says, oh, well, that's why I'm getting my ears pierced at the mall this weekend. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be at the mall, too. And Stephanie says, no way. And they look at her like, no, you haven't earned that yet. You are not one of us until we say you are. And the look that they, the shared look between the, the two Jennifers, and they turn and they look at Stephanie, and Stephanie's like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I mean, doesn't she realize that she's <clears throat> trying too hard? She's basically fighting a losing bet. But then again, in the Silence's Golden episode, they're hanging out together in the middle of the desks, like in the uh, aisle way. So, yeah. And even in that episode, Stephanie's trying to keep up with their constantly changing, re revolving door fashions. Hey guys, what do you think of my new sunglasses? Those are totally out of style. Referring to you. And that's why I don't wear them anymore. <laughs> so, did you see Arsenio last night? I was asleep. I mean, I fell asleep from barking so much. <laughs> well, I don't certainly watch you either. I was shaving my legs. Me too. No way! <laughs> I was gonna shave my legs, but, uh, I like a little stubble. It helps keep my socks up. <laughs> so, uh, wanna see my new earrings? They're really funky. Those are clip-ons. They all are. We always thought you had pierced ears. Well, I wear clip-ons that look like pierced earrings. No way. There's nothing wrong with that. Clip-ons are so second grade. I know. That's why I'm definitely getting my ears pierced at the mall this weekend. Oh, really? 
really? Well, we're going to be at the mall this weekend, too. No way! So, the person that was showing the goofs here with the sunglasses on the bed, but they're also still in the spot that Stephanie threw them, which is in between the head of the bed and the nightstand, basically. But there's still a pair of sunglasses that has the arm up on it that's on the bed. So I'm just like, was that an extra pair? I don't know. One thing I can honestly say is I am happy that after Silence is Not Golden that we get rid of the Jennifers because I am I just don't see how they would have. I mean, having to see Stephanie practically grovel at their feet to be accepted, I don't would not want to see that on a constant rotation throughout season six. I mean, I think clip-ons would be fine. So you don't want to, like, get your ears pierced and put, you know, holes in your earlobes. You know, some people aren't ready. Maybe they never will be. But that's on, that's their own decision. Why should, should somebody be pressured? In order to feel accepted, you have to have your ears pierced? No. So, Stephanie walks into DJ's room. DJ and Kimmy are on the bed. Steve's on the floor. They're all studying, even though Steve's a grade above them. But DJ t tells Stephanie when she comes in, she says, Rules, as in you knock before you enter. You knock, and then I, I say you can come in, basically. So, <clears throat> yeah, D uh, Stephanie goes outside. Closes the door, knocks on the door, DJ says, enter. D uh, Stephanie comes in right away and is like, DJ, I need you to take me to the mall. I need to get my ears pierced. And DJ right away is like, sorry, you need a parent or guardian to be able to sign off for you. Yeah, she says, I can't. You need a parent. Ask dad. And you know Danny's going to say no to that. And somebody's like, Dad, really? He won't even let me put holes in my jeans. I love when somebody says that. He won't even let me put holes in my jeans. And she turns around and flops back against DJ's bed. And Steve's like, Steph, I don't get the big deal about getting your ears pierced. I mean, my dad tried it once to look hip. He just looked like a pirate accountant. I don't know. What is the cutoff age, honestly, for guys getting their ears? I, I'm sure there isn't one. But it's just like, uh, I, I don't know. Steve's like, what, 18, 17, 18 at this point? So his, that means his dad's got to be late 30s, early 40s. And uh, I don't know. I definitely would think if you're going to get your or your ear pierced as a guy, you probably would either get it as a teenager or somewhere along in your 20s. But if you haven't got it in your 20s, it's like then you're not going to get one. You know, just make a rash decision. I'm 35. I'm going to go out and get my ear pierced finally. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean... I'm trying to think, the, the time that I would have seen guys piercing both their ears would have been, I think maybe the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC would have been my first experience seeing guys with both their ears pierced. I know, sheltered life.
But, I mean, I grew up in a farming community, you know, high school, where uh, most of the guys all played, like, football and basketball and wrestling and stuff like that. So, if they were pierced in an ear, it was only one ear. <laughs> it was only one lobe. I love how Stephanie rolls her eyes and, and she looks at Steve and says, Thanks, you're a comfort. <laughs> and I love Steve's genuine smile. It's like, thanks, I do my best. <laughs> and he's got to go to wrestling practice. And Kimmy gets up and she's like, wait, I'm the team towel girl. Nobody notified me there was a practice. And Steve's got news for Kimmy. And Steve's surprised, like, well, haven't you heard? You've been suspended for sweat mopping dry wrestlers. DJ rolls her eyes at Kimmy and just like, again? Kimmy just shrugs her shoulders like, why not? So DJ goes to walk Steve out. So, with DJ and Stephanie, with DJ and Steve gone, Kimmy says, you know, Squirt, I can pierce your ears for you. So, Stephanie is just like, oh my gosh, you can? And Kimmy says, yeah, my brother Garth works at the Piercing Palace. So, Stephanie says, yeah, I can have him bring home the gun, which I don't think you are allowed to bring that home with you. He's not a manager. There would be no reason to bring the ear gun home. For what? To sterilize it? To cl That's another thing. And the fact that she thinks, oh, he worked there. It'll be fine. He'll bring home the gun and I can use it on her ears. You haven't had proper training. You don't sterilize the needle. No wonder, yeah, what happens to Stephanie's ears. No, they don't fall off. And if it's a piercing palace, which means it's probably geared more towards, like, teens and adults, you don't know exactly all body parts that are being pierced. I mean, honestly, it could be ears, nose, lip, tongue, um, eyebrow, Either way, it's like, if you're not, I mean, and I've never seen people, you know, went to, like, a Claire's and watched them pierce girls' ears. I've never, you know, I think I did walk past one where um, a lady was having to comfort a small girl who was upset and crying, which is understandable. You know, it's your first time and everything. You're going to be scared. You don't know what to expect. But, um, yeah. And Kimmy's like, oh, it, there's nothing to it. I've seen my brother do it a hundred times. But he is, you know, that's his job. You know, he's been properly trained. You have to, you know, disinfect that thing. You're touching other people's, you know, pierceable parts. So <laughs> you got to make sure that gun is, you know, it's clean. So... Kimmy goes over to Stephanie and says, see, it's simple. It's so easy. You just take the piercing gun, put it to your earlobe, and then pow! It's right in Stephanie's ear. Oh, my gosh. And Stephanie kind of laughs it off nervously. <laughs> like, I'm going to let you near me with a loaded weapon. And Kimmy's like, well, suit yourself, clip-on queen. <laughs> Yeah, she said, Stephanie says, your parents don't even let you use a fork. Okay, I think we have, um, I think Becky's being knocked out of first place, and we have a new first place 
runner for worst outfit of the episode, and that is Kimmy's hodgepodge looking. What is this? It's just. It's not plaid, but it looks like it, but it's just. Faded colors, like squares running up and down this, like, dress shirt thing, and I'm just not about it. I don't like it, and just, ugh. No, she's now in first place. Becky's in second. Like, Stephanie, again, she's just so wanting to get her ears pierced, but for the wrong reasons. Again, to each their own with this. But I just think that anyone under the age of 10, the kid that's under the age of 10 that's getting their ears pierced, it seems like more like the parents, like the babies with the ears pierced and everything. And I'm like, the baby's not getting anything out of it. They can't, you can't wait. But then again, to each their own. If you want to pierce your baby's ears, go for it. I don't, I just, I don't know why that kind of just, Because eh. really, who are you really doing it for in the end? It's like, you're doing it for you. Like, oh, look, my baby has pierced ears. Like, fine. I'm just, I don't know. All right, so now we're going to go to plot B, which is the haircutting. So, Jesse is getting the twins. He's got them in their high chairs, which... I guess if you want to keep them in place, maybe the high chair might be. But again, I just hope that he's putting, cause they got he's got their food trays attached, also to kind of keep them in place. But it's like, please tell me you're putting a towel down, not only around them but on the tray itself. So if hair does get, he would not be cutting that much either. I mean, he's. It took forever for the hair to grow. I can't see him really taking a whole lot off. He's not even draping a towel around them so that way the hair, what he cuts, will go on the towel. 
Or even the tray, like draping a cloth over there, a dish shelf. He's washing his hands. It's almost like he's scrubbing up like he's getting ready to, you know, as a doctor. But it's like scissors, and Danny puts the scissors in his hand. Oh, he's got his little lazy Susan out! Oh, throwback! He first had that in a fish called Martin in season four. So I don't know what Je Jesse doesn't know anything about cutting hair. Oh my gosh. And he's talking about different routes and like, oh, the hair follicle is moving this way. And then we go this way and this way and balance out the two hemispheres. Basically he wants the hair to be even on both sides. And Danny's like, are you getting ready to give a haircut or are you finding a shorter route to the Indies? Jess, you giving him a haircut or... So, yeah, Jesse's just worried about making a mistake. Like, if you cut it, if you go against the grain slash hair, you you cut it, you end up with a cowlick, you're going to be Alfalfa City. Well, how much are you really cutting? And the thing is, these twins, you can definitely... Not only are they wearing... One's wearing red shirt, one's wearing blue. But the other one's hair looks more, like, styled, more, like combed, groomed a little more, whereas the other one, the one in blue, their hair just looks kind of like it could have stood to be brushed a little more, it kind of hangs down, kind of limp-like, whereas the other one, yes, it's kind of framed around the face a little more, so I don't know whether, you know, that's just how their hair is or how the parent wants to style their hair to kind of set them apart. Danny observing is he just there as a witness so that way if Jesse screws up he's like no not you screwed up Jess or well there are two of them so and these kids look totally fine they're not crying they're not you know what seeing uh and it's not a giant pair of scissors but even still it's like someone's coming around your head with a long sharp metal object I'd be a little nervous, too, but they seem fine. Why is he cutting the bang the way that he... <laughs> the other two, the one in blue is all like, good thing that ain't me. <laughs> good thing I'm not first. Um, Jesse takes this comb, which that's the thing I noticed. Guys tend to use combs more and girls use brushes. The only time I ever used a comb was when they were handed out at school picture day in elementary school. Those combs did nothing, I swear. So he's taking the comb and he's pulling up Nikki. He's It's always with the twin that he named that he seems to interact with first. But he'll take, he's taking the hair right in the middle a good chunk of bangs lifting it up with the comb and he's got the scissors ready to go and it's like that is why would you start in the middle of the bangs aren't you going to start like kind of working your way from one end across right that's what you would do not to mention i mean because i have longer hair when i've gotten my hair cut they'll, like, divide it into sections with little hair clips so they can work on one section, which wouldn't be so bad for, you know, Jesse, although the fact that 
he is so like my kids are boys future men i can't see him wanting to put like any type of barrettes or um hair separating implements into his boy's hair so um yeah it's just he does not know what he's doing he's gonna make it and yes i know the saying kids hair grows back i know but then you would have to take the kid in to get the hair fit, cut fixed anyway so either way you're gonna wind up having someone else cut their hair someone who's been to cosmetology school who's done the work who has experience working with kids when it comes to cutting their hair you know that's the thing you know what haircuts and, and dentists has got to be probably some of the most stressful experiences first time for a child to go through when it comes to that and i remember and the thing is i saw my dad you know my dad would like cut it because his hair was short so he had thinning shears and I'm like okay this isn't so bad you know I was like 13 14 13 going on 14 yeah I should have known better but I just assumed like oh my bangs are in my eyes and I can just kind of trim it in the front and being their thinner thinning shears is really kind of basically kind of jacked my bangs up a little bit so my aunt took it upon herself she's like what did you do to your head? I didn't even think it was that bad but apparently it was bad enough that, oh, let me take you to have someone get your hair cut. I don't know. Becky, be here for this too. If you think about it, it would be the boy's first haircut. At least that we, I would think it is. Because there was such a big deal in Fuller House when Fernando cut Tommy's hair for the first time. A haircut is a big deal. Maybe not right up there with first steps or first words, or first taste of solid food, but it is, excuse me, it is up there as a milestone. It is up there. So we hear a little more about Danny's dad, Danny's father, who gave him a haircut. Apparently Danny was old enough to know that the haircut was really bad because he told all the kids at school that he stuck his head out of the car window while they were going through Lion Country Safari, which, if I'm correct, that was spoofed in season two's episode of The Simpsons, Old Money, when they're like, we're going to Lion Country Safari! <laughs> and Jesse is just kind of eyeballing Danny, like, would you please? I'm trying to focus here. I still, I just, I don't understand why Becky couldn't have been there with him. Although she'd be like, Jess, I don't think that's how you want to do that. Jess, you need to stop. Jess, they're not ready for this. Let's take them to a professional. Again, he is going right for the middle of the bangs. Oh my gosh, is he cutting a giant chunk off? He's cutting like two inches of bangs. Or a, an inch and a half. Like, those kids are even you're gonna make them look like um like dolls that had like really short short bangs that just no <laughs> and Danny says you know I think that's the exact summer they had to wear Uncle Mort's toupee to camp Danny what did your dad do to you it seems like more like where was Danny's mom why wasn't she cutting hair I mean, nothing against Danny's father, but 
If you're messing up, you don't keep going. You stop. And imagine the kid's like, Dad, Dad, you're ruining my hair. Dad, stop now. Oh, I'm never going to be able to leave the house until this grows out. What, you just take uh, take Danny down to the barber shop and give him a buzz cut. It'll grow back. And Jesse finally throws in the towel. Like, oh, I, I can't do this. This is too much pressure. And Danny's like, Jess, you have to admit, you are just too emotionally involved in this. And Jesse says, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, doctors don't operate on their own kids. You know... Because, you know, in that surgery, this is a haircut. He says, and this is haircutting. It's very important. So he finally relents and says, you know, I'm just going to call Joey's Uncle Jasper. Wait, I, I don't know how many... Sh I mean, if the shop is going to set up, you know, aimed at kids a little bit so that way make kids feel more comfortable and stuff, then, I mean, I don't really... The places that I would get a haircut as a kid, no, they didn't really have any spots set up for, um, you know, I didn't see any chairs that were like rocket ship or dolphin shaped or anything. But then again, I don't think I would be able to remember like to my first, first haircut. All right, boys, all cleaned up and we are ready for your haircut. Scissors. Scissors. Comb. Comb. And away we go. All right, boys, the hair follicle seems to be heading due south, so we cut to the east to balance out the two hemispheres. <laughs> Jess, are you giving him a haircut or finding a shorter route to the Indies? Danny, this is very important business here. It's very critical. You cut against the grain, they pop a cowlick, bada-bing, alfalfa city. Fine, I'd love to see the master at work. Thank you very much. I will require complete silence. And away we go. Okay, Mickey, come here. Okay, he's going to cut your hair just a little bit. You know, uh, I remember when I was a kid, my dad once gave me such a bad haircut, I had to tell all the kids in school that I'd stuck my head out of the car at Lion Country Safari. <laughs> Would you please? Sorry. Thank you. Okay, Nick, here we go, my man. I remember that was the oh same exact summer that I had to wear Uncle Mort's to paint a camp. Out of the hair. I can't do this. This is too much pressure. Jess, you just gotta face it. You're you're too emotionally involved. Yeah, you're right. You know, doctors don't operate on their own kids, and that's only surgery. This is hair cutting. It's very important. All right, I'm gonna call Joey's uncle Jasper. So Stephanie comes down and she asks Danny, like, "Hey, Dad, can we go to the mall tonight?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And I like what Stephanie does here. It's very clever. I'm sure it's been done by other people before and since. Where you want something and you kind of hide it in between all these other things that you want to do. Because she's like, hey, can we get frozen yogurt also? And he's like, yeah, I'll even spring for a waffle cone. And she's like, oh, great. Yeah, she's like, great. So we'll go and uh, get frozen yogurt, get my shoes fixed, get my ears pierced. And get a new headband. <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Back up a second here. And Stephanie, she gets ready to leave to the door. And he's like, yeah, can you back that up a second? What did you just say? She's like, uh, get my shoes fixed. 
And he's like, after that, get a new headband? And Danny says, before that. And she's, oh, you mean get my ears pierced. All right, well, let's go. We want to get a good parking spot. So Danny goes over to Stephanie and says, Steph, look, you are too young to get your ears pierced. She's 11. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that's too young. Uh, but, you know, Danny, Danny's house, Danny's rules, I guess. But the fact that he's kind of applying something that has a general rule in place, which he had for DJ, which, wait a minute. <clears throat> As I said, DJ's very first horse. She is wearing earrings. DJ was not in junior high then. She was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. She didn't start junior high till seventh in season three. So, uh, yeah. Contradicting there much, Danny. Well, I'm sure, like, this rule he also would apply to Michelle if she ever won. If the show had went long enough for Michelle to want to get her ears pierced. And Stephanie uses the excuse that kids always like when their parents say, you can't do that. They'll be like, well, so-and-so's parent let them, you know, she got her, Jennifer got her ears pierced. And Danny's like, well, I'm not Jennifer's father. And I'm sure the father had no say. It was the mother who probably, like, yes, yeah, sweetie, we'll go get your ears pierced, of course. And then... <laughs> Stephanie adds, but Jennifer got her ears pierced. And Danny says, you just said that. And Stephanie explains, there are two Jennifers. Four ears, all pierced. I'd be like... And they're not her friends. And and Danny puts a hand on Stephanie's shoulder and really levels the stare with her and says, look, Steph, DJ got her ears pierced when she got to junior high and you can get ears pierced when you get to junior high. Ah, oh, Stephanie says the episode title, but I'm not DJ. Although the episode title is I'm not DJ. And Danny's like, hey, I don't make the rules. You know, actually, I do make the rules. And I think this is a good rule. And, oh, Steph. Yeah, she's like, you are so unfair. Like, I get it, that aspect of why are you giving me rules that are applied to... It's like a set rule he's setting down for all three girls. And I'm just, yeah. And she's like, you are so unfair. How am I supposed to be cool? So... You think piercing your ears is going to immediately get you into their group? No, it's not. Because their standards are too high, the girls are extremely snotty, and I just don't understand why she is so desperate to hang out with them. Like, that's the high level of cool. They are a step below... Those mean girls in season three's back to school blues. And Danny's like, what are you talking about? I just bought you those neat new sunglasses. And because the Jennifers think they're lame or uncool, she doesn't like them anymore. It's like immediately, as soon as they shame her for wearing them, she's like, oh, <laughs> that's why I don't wear them anymore. Can we get frozen yogurt? I'll even spring for a waffle cone. Great! 
So we'll get frozen yogurt, get my shoes fixed, get my ears pierced, and get a headband. Shoes fixed? Whoa. What does that mean? Just back that up a little bit, please. Get my shoes fixed? After that. Get a new headband? Before that. Oh, you must mean get my ears pierced. <gasps> That's the one. <laughs> so, we better get going. We want to get a good parking spot. <laughs> Steph. Steph, you're too young to get your ears pierced. But Jennifer got hers pierced. Yeah, well, I'm not Jennifer's father. But Jennifer got hers pierced. You already said that. No, there are two Jennifers. Four ears, all pierced. Look, Steph, DJ got her ears pierced when she got to junior high. And you can get your ears pierced when you get to junior high. But I'm not DJ. Hey, I'm sorry, but I don't make the rules. Actually, I do. Well, it just so happens I think this is a good one. You are so unfair. How am I ever going to be cool? What are you talking about? I just bought you those neat new sunglasses, huh? You know, and I'm thinking about this now. Just always bring Pam into this. You know, just how things could have been different. And I'm just wondering if she would have taken the girls to get their ears pierced, like, before junior high. And... Whether that's something that Danny would have, like, would he have been that involved when it comes to those little things? Like, hey, Danny, I'm going to take the girls to get their, their ears pierced. You know, is, is that something that should be, like, he should have a say in? Or would he, if Pam's the one doing it, you know, and taking care of the girls, would Danny really have that much of an interest in regards to those things? But, and I think it's the fact that he says she's too young as far as, what, the responsibility of caring for the ears and the earrings and not losing them, or is it more the responsibility of what pierced ears is like a sign of, oh, they're getting older, they're maturing, like, versus the ear piercings, and it's the makeup, and it's the, you know, that kind of thing, or just... I just would really be interested to know Danny's thought process as far as why he came up with this rule. But uh, we're not going to get that. Mm, excuse me. And the fact that she's like, you're so unfair. It's like... And like I said, you know, when it comes to raising kids, I can imagine whether you have a, a set amount of rules that each kid follows regardless of their individuality or do you set rules based on each child like certain ones like oh well so and so didn't start learning how to ride a dirt bike until they got to junior high like till they're old enough and you, you won't be able to do that until then or even the whole thing like I said with home improvement with Brad driving and getting into, you know, an, you know, a fender bender, and then they put the same thing onto Randy is like, we don't want you driving at night because of what happened to, you know, with Brad and everything. We don't want to take that chance. And Randy says that, you know, that's unfair. You can't hold that against me for, you know, Brad's actions. Why are you holding me up to the same standard or something like that? So I don't know. Parents out there, how do you do that? Do you have one set of rules that every kid follows, or do you delegate based on individuality? 
of, of child, like, oh, well, when you're ready and when I feel you're mature enough and stuff like that. So <laughs> Michelle is having, since Stephanie is no longer, you know, able to sit for a tea party, Michelle has Comet be her, uh, yes, her sit-in. Comet, would you like one lump or two? And the camera just cuts to Comet as he barks, like, <laughs> I don't know this make-believe of what you speak of. There's nothing in this cup. Lump of what? <laughs> oh, so she pretty much just fills in his, uh, yeah, she's like, oh, yes, you're watching your weight. Okay, here you go. <laughs> the way that it's like, no, 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 no. his mouth. Like, it's a, <laughs> okay, comment. Now pretend that you're chewing this lump of sugar. <laughs> this is funny. I, I just, uh, I get a kick out of that. So, here comes Stephanie. Hallway, even though there's a lot of people in the house, there's no one in that hallway. So, Stephanie is Kimmy, like, hurry, 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 come on, Kimmy, get up here. We don't want anyone to see you with this little brown sack lunch bag that has the uh, piercing ear gun inside of it. It looks like a brown sack bag. <laughs> That you would carry, like, back, back in the day, like, if you didn't have a lunch box or a lunch tote, you would take a brown sack lunch. Okay, would you like one lump or two? <laughs> Watching your way. So, of course, if we remember, like Michelle does, because Stephanie orders her out. Out, Michelle, you have to go, you can't stay in here. And Michelle says, but I have a guest. And Stephanie says, Michelle, your guest drinks from the toilet. <laughs> and I love Michelle's comeback. She says, no, that would be yours. Oh, no. <laughs> I love the look on Michelle's face. <laughs> she says, so does yours. Okay, right after, now when I play this clip, listen to after Stephanie says, your guest drinks out of the toilet. You hear the word wait. So I don't know if the person off screen is telling the dog to just sit there and wait, or who is she directing, the Olsen twin? When Michelle says, so does yours, and the look of irritation on Stephanie's face, and the confusion on Kimmy's. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is hilarious. So, Stephanie just said, ding, 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 the magic word, and that word is important. Michelle, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie, I, Stephanie, and Kimmy here have something important to do. And Michelle latches onto that word, like, important, well, 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 hmm. And Stephanie's like, Michelle, and no, Michelle's holding her to it, like, hey, you said last time something important, if there's something important, I get to stay. I remember those words exactly. I was there. I heard them with both my ears. So, Kimmy could care less. Like, hey, let the run watch. Or, hey, I work better with an audience. 
Wait a minute. Okay, so, um, uh, no, because she said she practiced on some cold cuts before she came over. So she practiced on some lunch meat? Oh, my goodness. All right, they're bringing out the pinky swear. Bringing out the pinkies. As Stephanie says, look, Michelle, all right? Whatever goes on in this room is top secret, okay? Pinky swear. And Michelle is so like, oh, pinky swear, yes. Yeah, she's like, wow, pinky swear, this is big. You bet your butt it is, sweetie. So, Kimmy pulls out the computer chair, the red computer chair, has Stephanie sit in it. Comet comes over, clearly for emotional support, and sits by Stephanie. And Stephanie explains to Michelle, well, Dad wouldn't take me to get my ears pierced in the mall, so I'm going to have Kimmy do it. And Michelle's like, are you nuts? And Stephanie says, no, I'm desperate. So <laughs> Kimmy pulls the piercing gun out of the plastic bag and says, let's rock and roll. And now Stephanie's getting a little nervous, like, are you sure you know how to work that thing? And Kimmy says, hey, do I get deeds in English? I wouldn't, I think my question would have been, um, did you sterilize that needle? Have you properly cleaned it off with the alcohol swab? Because, uh, I don't know where that needle has been, what body parts it's been on. I really don't want to, yeah. So... <laughs> Kimmy takes on a western, old western Clint Eastwood John Wayne, like, Oh, partner, I think it's time I'll put some holes in them pretty little ears, and, like, aims the gun, like, right, and you just see Stephanie's, like, nervous, but, <sighs> like, really, like, do I really want to go through with this? You can see that Jody Sweeten does, in fact, already have her ears pierced. Like the old left sound effects as Kimmy is like squinting. <laughs> There's a close up of Kimmy's face and she's like squinting her eyes. We then close up a close up shot on Michelle's widened with fear eyes. <laughs> and we look at Comet who looks like he has just got no cares in the world. Like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He's got no expression whatsoever. It's like, eh. And then, before we cut to commercial, we see Stephanie's wine. <laughs> Out, Michelle. But I have a guest. Your guest drinks out of the toilet. That is yours. Michelle, Kimmy and I have something important to do. Important? Well, well, well. Michelle, you promise if it's something important, I get to stay. Oh, let the runt watch. I work better with an audience. Okay, whatever goes on in this room is top secret. Pinky swear. Wow, pinky swear, this is big. Okay. Park your lobes right here. Dad wouldn't take me to get my ears pierced, so I'm letting Kimmy do it. Are you nuts? No, I'm desperate. Let's rock and roll. Are you sure you know how to work that thing? 
I get these in English? <laughs> so, partner, I reckon it's time we put some holes in them for the little ears. <laughs> So we cut back. Stephanie is staring at her new pierced ears in the mirror. And of course, one of the things she's like, oh, well, I better take these things out before dad sees them. And Kimmy, who should have relayed this info to Stephanie before she got her ears pierced, says, hold on, you have to keep those studs in for six weeks otherwise the holes will close up yeah I'd be like otherwise you had to go through this whole process again so <laughs> Kimmy I guess considers herself an expert because she like blows <laughs> off fake smoke off of this it's like a real gun and she's blowing smoke off the top of it it's a ear gun and she looks at uh, Michelle like, hey, Rugrat, how about a nice nose ring? And she points it to her nose. <laughs> like, Kimmy, you're already going to create a big problem here. I wouldn't be doing any more piercings. In fact, I'm sure your brother's going to get fired for even taking that gun home because it's property of the piercing palace. And Michelle's like, I'm out of here. And she runs out of the room. He's like, I don't want any part of this. Bye. And Stephanie's like, oh, good job, Kimmy. That hardly hurt at all. It already looks like her ears are starting to get a little red. So, okay, we got a look here at Stephanie's wall. Remember how DJ, when she had this side of the room where she had awards on a little cork board? Well, Stephanie's got... It looks like lime green construction paper on the cork board but it's got like little things one looks like a, a greeting card there's one that says this is my place so I, I, I can't tell there's stuff covering it up there's a little in the uh, lower right co corner it says this me is my play, I don't know. Um, also, on the little three shelf thing on the hanging on the wall, we got a what? It's like a, a radio like headset type thing, and some other little stuffed animal trinkets and stuff like that. But it's just this little construction paper covered corkboard thing is just it doesn't show anything as far as any awards of any kind it doesn't really show like at least we got a, a person I mean we do see the ballet ballerina posters are still there from you know season one onward but it's just nothing else to show what else uh, Stephanie could be into uh, Kimmy says, hold on, you have to leave those studs in your ears for six weeks until your ears heal, or if you don't want the holes to close up. And 
at that, hearing six weeks, she turns around, Stephanie's eyes are bugging out. Like, six weeks? I was just going to wear them to school to impress my friends. I'm like, if you showed up with your ears looking like they're already starting to turn red, the earlobes are, they, I don't know how they would react. They'd be like, you need to get your ears looked at because that is, there's something wrong there. And because Stephanie's like, if I wear them around here, and then Danny's calling for Stephanie. And Danny's like, hey, Steph, why is Michelle afraid to come upstairs? And then he sees Kimmy's like, oh, Kimmy's here. Well, that explains it. So Stephanie's got her arms kind of bent at the elbows and she's covering her ears. And then Danny kind of looks at her with this, like, what are you doing? Look on his face. It's like, Steph, what are you doing? And Stephanie, her arms are over her ears, and she's like, sit up. And she starts, like, bending at the waist. And he's like, are you supposed to be sitting down for that? And she's like, oh, I I knew that was too easy. So she gets down on the ground and starts doing regular sit-ups. She's like, I'm doing great. Feeling the burn now. And Danny's like, you need to open a window. I don't think you're getting enough oxygen in here. Is because Kimmy was trying to get that ear gun back in that paper bag and I thought she was like hiding it behind her back but it turns out like that bag was still unless she was holding the gun behind her back and just the empty paper bag was on the bed otherwise Danny would have been like wait what's this because it's a brown paper bag on a pale pink bedspread I mean, if I were Danny, that probably would have been the first thing I would have been keyed into. Like, what's the, what was in this bag? You next, drug rat? How about a nice nose ring? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Good job, Kimmy. That hardly hurt at all. I'm a crack shot. Before I came over, I practiced on some cold cuts. <laughs> well, I better take these things out before Dad sees them. Hold it. You have to leave those studs in for at least six weeks until your ears heal. Six weeks? What am I going to do? I was just going to wear it to school to impress my friends. If I wear them around here... Stephanie! I'm dead. Steph, why is Michelle afraid to come upstairs? Oh, Kimmy's here. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? Sit-ups. Sweetheart, you're standing up. I thought they were too easy. One, two, three, four. Everything okay? Great. Fine. I'm feeling the burn now. You guys better open a window. I don't think you're getting enough oxygen. Okay, I think we may have a running for best outfit of the episode because I am loving this cowgirl Princess Leia type look from Steph. She's coming with a... It's a jean skirt with like faux leather, you know, frayed around the bottom edges. And she's wearing like a brownish, tannish 
shirt underneath this vest. And then her her hair, the way she has it twisted up, covering her ears, they look like cinnamon buns on either side. And she's wearing tan cowboy boots. Okay, so she's got like an old western type vest on. It's got like some um, different type of uh, colors and uh, a man and a painted black and white horse, a cowboy. There's also what looks like a uh, like a diamond-shaped snowflake thing going on. Uh, there's a cactus. It's just, I really, I like it. I just, I like the outfit. I think it goes good together. It's got also like a kind of like Navajo type uh, print on one side of the vest too. So, but it just, it, the tannish brownish, I guess, red dirt colored shirt that she's wearing underneath the vest. It just really all kind of goes together. And Danny immediately eyes because it's the next morning. He's like, hey, Steph, you got a Princess Leia thing going on with your hair. And I like Stephanie how she's quick on her feet with this. She's oh, yeah, we're doing a hairstyles of the 70s kind of thing at school today. She says, I'm going as Princess Leia. And Danny says, I feel really bad for that kid that has to go as Kojak. Oh, isn't that the Kojak is like he's bald or something? Like, I really don't think that someone's going to shave their head to go as Kojak for one day at school. So as soon as Danny leaves the kitchen, Stephanie drops the act. She drops a charade because she is in pain. And Michelle picks up on it immediately, like, oh, what's the matter? Because Stephanie is, like, wincing in pain as she sits down. She pulls her little cinnamon bun Leia hair away from her ears. She's like, they really hurt. And they're red and sore. I think they're infected. And Michelle's concern is, oh, no, are they going to fall off? Like, And, and Stephanie's like, no, of course not. And Michelle says, go because your head would look funny. And Stephanie's not kidding around. It's like, Michelle, please stop. Okay, just knock it off. It's not funny. And Michelle is just full of questions. She's like, sweetie, she, she's hurting. Come on, come on, enough with the questions. It's like, how would you keep your glasses on? And Stephanie says, I'd glue them to my nose. Okay, enough. And... Yeah, Stephanie reminds Michelle, you know, Pinky, remember, you Pinky swore that you wouldn't tell Dad. This kind of reminds me of another Pinky swear where Stephanie was forced to, to Pinky swear that DJ was not eating for three days. Granted, one is even more serious than the other one. Michelle, enough with the ears falling off. Her ears are not going to fall off. But she's like, if your ears do fall off, I get your walk, man. Michelle, please. Whoa, Steph. Oh, that's that's an interesting hairdo. What is that, the Star Wars look? <laughs> uh, yeah. We're doing a hairstyles of the 70s thing at school today, and uh, I'm going as Princess Leia. <laughs> I'd feel really bad for that poor kid that has to go as Kojak. <laughs> What's the matter? 
My ears hurt and they're really red. I think they're infected. Oh no, are they gonna fall off? Of course not. Okay, does your head look funny? Just drop it, okay? How would you keep your glasses on? I glue them to my nose, okay? Now remember, your pinky swore that you wouldn't tell Dad. Okay, but if your ears do fall off, I get your Walkman. Alright, so we're going to Jasper's Kitty Cuts, and we see a little barber pole just outside to the left of the window. Jasper's has got this yellow background with the Jasper's name in blue. And then we have Kitty and then Cuts. Cuts is spelled K-U-T-S. They're white lettering with a teal background. And then there's, it could be a clown, but it also looks like the um, Scarecrow. Like a mixture of a clown and a Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Holding some balloons. It's it's cute. It really, really is. I do, I like the color teal on and I like yellow together with it. Okay, so this has got to be the kid that did play a version of Angus in 1995's Angus. Okay, yeah. So I noticed that Jasper runs the shop by himself, basically. Um, it also looks like it also could be a semi-candy store, because <laughs> there is that same popcorn machine that we saw in the mall in Season 8, Stephanie's Wild Ride. We also see a popcorn machine in Steve's apartment. This popcorn machine, it's like a, a thing that you can count how many times in different episodes you're always seeing this popcorn machine. It also looks like there's just like... A little gift shop off to the side that it says Barber Shop with light up, light blue lettering over there by these shelves. There's also a little play school plastic steps and slide thing, a little uh, treehouse thing off to the corner there. There is no parent with this kid. They just dropped him off and said, here you go. There's no receptionist answering, you know, scheduling appointments. It's just a walk-in. You come, you get the haircut, you go. Did he even pay <laughs> Jasper? But um, the whole time, it's like Jasper is facing away from the camera because it is Dave Coulier in old age makeup. We do see there is a dolphin seat, there's a rocket ship seat, and there is a horse seat there, too. Did he hand him... <laughs> Jasper, okay, I'm going to stop harping on this. He must have handed Jasper, like, a check, because that did not look like a, a bill of currency of any kind. There is also a very creepy clown there in some type of glitter outfit holding balloons, and he's got, like, a red, like, ruffle around his neck. It's very creepy. Oh, there's also what looks like a rocket ship that looks like it's like paint it's like white painted but it looks like it could also be a crayon but it looks like it could be a gumball machine over there in the corner to left of one of the windows it's a very colorful area oh i do see some seats off to the side there's also arcade games there as well there's also a barber pole on the inside of the door too just to the right of it 
And Becky is just like, oh, wow, Jess, isn't this cool? I love Nikki and Alex's little windbreaker uh, jacket and pants set. Really, really cool. I honestly, I think I'm going to put them in second place as best outfit of the episode. Jesse, again, is very hesitant. He's like, no, 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 don't let the cute stuff fool you. And Jesse says, it's still a barbershop. There's still potential for danger. They got Dave Coulier in a grayish white curly fro wig. They got him with a little uh, goatee mustache combination thing. They got, like, the lines in the face, the wrinkles, the crow's feet, all that stuff. Even the eyebrows are even been uh, dusted kind of gray-like. And he is kind of speaking with a semi-gravelly, scratchy voice. He gets an applause, he does. I thought that Jesse said, I'll call Joey's Uncle Jasper. But apparently Joey must have said, oh, by the way, he must have went in for another haircut already. Like, oh, by the way, my, um, my roommate and his wife are going to be bringing their twin boys by. So Becky's actually holding Nikki and Jesse is holding Alex, which is just surprising because it always seems like it's the other way around. And he, Jasper's already making jokes, just like Joey. Joey's not the only comedian in the Gladstone family, apparently. It's like, oh, look at this, a double header, as he points to the twins. This calls for Big Bertha, and he pulls up a novelty, a large candy cane-striped scissors. And Jasper's like, that, that's it, we're out of here, we're gone, come on, let's go. And and Jasper's like, it's, it's, it's a toy, it's, it's gone, see, bye. Whoa! And even Becky's like, whoa! It's like, come on, he is not serious. And Jesse is just putting it like, that's it, Beck, we're out of here. <laughs> the way that he just tosses it nonchalantly on the floor, like, don't worry about it, it's just a toy. You hear that metal clank as it hits the ground. Okay, is this a thing that older people do? Is they're constantly like pulling at their pant legs or whatever in the middle, or they're constantly pulling up their their pants, I don't know, because <laughs> Jas Jasper seems to be doing a lot of that. And Jesse, not even bothering to whisper, <laughs> since Jasper's in your sight, he says, he leans to Becky and says, this guy's about two grapes short of a fruit salad. And Becky's like, honey, that's Joey's uncle. And Jesse says, yeah, my point exactly, let's get out of here. Why don't you take him to take the boys to Alejandro? Does Alejandro does he do like kitty haircuts? Take him there. I mean, I thought it, it was always a trusted thing. He always went to Alejandro, which I remember as a kid, probably well into my adult years, thinking Alejandro was like a first and last name. Ali being the first and Hondro being the last. Which makes no sense. I'm like, no, Alejandro is one name. He's standing, like, right within earshot of all of this. He's even got kind of a gut deal going. He's got a, Jasper's got a bit of a gut on him. <laughs> we don't know what Jasper does in his spare time when he's not cutting kids' hair. And he's like, all right, let's get some hair on the floor. So Jesse, of course, is just, he wants to know this man's credentials. Like, before we get any hair on the floor, I want to know where you went to college. Where you got your your experience from, and how long have you been cutting hair? 
He's like, yeah, before we get any hair on the floor, I want to ask you some questions. And Becky is just success. We're like, honey, can we just let the man do his job, please? We also see there's a red little... That, is that, it's kind of like a teeter-totter thing. We do see a couple of little uh, stand-up arcades there. A lot of fake flowers. There's also a, a kitty-sized merry-go-round. When they pull the camera back, there's a lot more space than what you think uh, to this area. So, Jess is like, no, 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 we're not doing any, any haircutting job. I want to know where you got your experience from. Where'd you go to college? And Jasper says, Stanford. And Becky says, honey, see, Stanford. Yeah, Al Stanford's Barber College. Graduated class of 37. And Jesse's like, they didn't even have blow dryers in 37. Uh, according to Google, they had them in 1927 or something. So, Jesse, you need to do your research. But Jasper's like, Jess, they didn't need them back then. All you had to do was put your head out the window and step on the gas, and there you go. Although, you gotta wait, worry about someone else drying their hair out the window, otherwise, boom, that's where the term head-on collision came from. I don't think so. Jesse is head I'm like, okay, boys, let's get in the car, let's go, let's go. And Becky's like, Jess, come on, just enough. Yeah, and she pulls, like, I can't remember who's who. She pulls one of them and is like, Jess, it's just a haircut. Can we please just get on with this? This is enough. Enough, enough. And Jesse's like, fine, but it's going to be your fault if they end up looking like melon heads. You're not going for a... They're not buzz cutting the hair. They're not going to look like melon heads. It'll be fine. All you want is a trim. You just tell them exactly what you want done and they will do it. All right, so they got the twins in the dolphin and the... Rocket ship. <laughs> Jester's like, strap them in tight, it's gonna be a long ride. <laughs> you see both twins are like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, and whatever Jasper's doing with his hands, like he's conducting an orchestra, and Jesse's looking at him like, can you just cut their hair? What are you doing? I don't know, I just, I don't, I don't know if I would trust Jasper enough. I mean, nothing against older people cutting hair and stuff, but he just, he's, and he's related to Joey, so I, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to watch, you know, see him cut hair, and, you know, like I said, cutting hair, it's a big, big deal to me. You gotta get the right person, it can't just be anybody. You gotta be comfortable. And the thing is also, like I said, the hair wash is it just how they they work with their hands on your hair and everything is a big, big telling sign. Do they take their time? Are they go through it really because if they're going through it rush, you get it, you got customers and stuff like that. It's like, no, I I, I don't want that. I want someone I'm putting the money in to have my hair cut. I want this to be a, a good experience. A comfortable, relaxing experience. Almost like a spa day. He, why is he checking for wind resistance? What? I don't get it. And finally, Jesse's like, Jasper, can you just cut their hair, please? Hey, again, he's doing something similar to Jesse, although he's not starting with the bangs. He's just starting randomly cutting, taking a little bit of hair with a comb, just 
right in the uh, on the side there and just cutting. I'm like, is that how you do it? Even the other twins like, I don't know about this. Oh boy. And it was in with the little scissors. It's Becky who starts to, you know, lose a lead. Jesper, wait. Jess, maybe you're right. Maybe the boys aren't ready for this. <laughs> it's like, gee, you both are really made for each other. I <laughs> know, Jesper. Because Jesse takes Becky off to speak with her privately. And Jesper says to the one twin, like, I really got to start charging by, by the hour. And this kid knows it's Dave Coulier. He must. I mean, he recognizes the voice, even if he's in makeup. And Jesse is like, Becky, what's the matter with you? I'm the one who's supposed to be the maniac. Not you. I'm the one who's supposed to be losing it. And Becky's like, you are. I mean, it just hit me. It's like, first it starts with the haircut. Then they're going to be potty trained. Then they're going off to kindergarten. And then they're shaving. And then before you know it, they're married with kids of their own. Jess, we're losing them. And Jesse says, Becky, I think you're losing it. And Becky, yeah, she's like, then they get, they're married with kids of their own. They'll never write. They'll never call. Jess, we're losing them. And Becky says, uh, Becky, it's just, ugh. Becky, you're losing it. Seriously, you need to, like, calm down here. But then again, I just, the whole ritual of the child's first haircut is a big, big deal. So, Jesse does say, honey, look, we gotta be rational here, okay? And we're dealing with cutting their hair. One of us has to be rational, and since it's haircutting, you've gotta be the rational one here. You gotta keep me in check. And Becky's like, but they're growing up so fast. And Jesse tells her, yes, honey, but we can't react like this every time they go through a new stage. He says, we'll have to learn to live with it and go along. That's all. That's honestly all you can do. Honestly, the stages are going to come whether you want them or not. They're eventually going to learn how to use a toilet and not have to wear diapers anymore. They're eventually going to learn enough that they can go to school and then one day graduate and then one day run a fish taco truck and who knows. <laughs> them getting married, having kids of their own, I'd say that as a Far, far shot in the dark there with the way that Fuller House has portrayed Nikki and Alex. Like, nah, I don't really see them doing that for a very long time, if at all. And Becky is like, you know what, you're right. I guess we don't have any choice, do we? And she hugs Jesse and he's like, okay, Jesper, we're ready. And he's like, good, because I'm done. So while they've been going through this and dealing with Becky's, um, Emotional state. Yes, for some cutting their hair or cutting it to the point where it just looks like it's just been kind of wetted down and kind of combed over. I like the boys' hair like this. It's kind of combed over and brushed to the side. It doesn't look like it's been trimmed a little bit. I don't think those kits are old enough to be having those little dumb dumb suckers. That makes me nervous because those things are tiny. They. It can easily break off, and it just, it sounds like a choking hazard, just for babies that young. I mean, Ramona, Ramona was getting after Tommy, who was like five, for chewing gum. Like, oh, you're too young to chew gum. But these kids can have dumb, little dumb dumb suckers. And Becky's like, oh, Nikki and Alex, you look so handsome. And Jesse, of course, is, you know, judging, like, oh, nice lift, nice fall. Hey, Beck, look, they got blue eyes. <laughs> He's like, good lift, good flow. <laughs> hey, Beck, look, they got blue eyes. 
And Dash and Jasper's like, hey, and here's a reward for being so gosh darn brave. And Peggy's like, oh, look, boys, you get balloons. And Jasper's like, oh, no, these are for you two. And just the look of, like, oh, gosh, <laughs> embarrassment from Jesse and Becky. Yes, isn't this adorable? <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Don't let the cute stuff fool you. It's still a barbershop, which means there's potential for danger. Oh, hello. Hi, uh, welcome to Jasper's Kitty Cuts. I'm Jasper. Oh, hi. I I'm Rebecca. This is my, my husband, Jesse, and these are our boys, Nikki and Alex. Yeah, I know. My nephew, Joey, told me you were coming in. <laughs> oh, look at this. A double header. This calls for big partner. <laughs> That's it. We're out of here. Come on, Beck. Let's no, go. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. It's just a toy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's about two grapes short of a fruit salad. It's Joey's uncle. My point exactly. Let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. Now, let's get some hair on the floor. Hold on a second. Now, before we get any hair on the floor, i got to ask you a few questions. Oh, honey, please, just let the man do his job. Yeah, just let the man do his job, honey. No, 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 no. We're not doing any job yet. Now, listen, i got to ask you a few questions. Now, where do you get your training from? I went to Stanford. Stanford? That's very impressive. Yep. Al Stanford's Barber College. <laughs> Graduated class of 37. You didn't have blow dryers in 37. Just... You didn't need them back then. All you did was hang your head out the old DeSoto and lean on the gas. Of course, you had to watch out for the other guy drying his hair. <laughs> Boom! That's where the term head-on collision came from. Boys, get in the car. Come on, let's go. Yes, 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 we're leaving. Yes, Come on. Please, it's just a haircut. Can we get on with this? All right, fine. But it's going to be your fault if they end up looking like melon heads. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Come on, sweetie. You want to get in a rocket ship? Look at this. Let me put you in here. All right, strap them in tight. It's going to be a long ride. <laughs> All right, they're ready. charging by the hour. Becky, what's the matter with you? I I'm the one who's supposed to be the maniac here. Well, you are. It it's just that it, it just hit me. It all starts with the haircut. Yeah, Pretty soon they're potty trained. Okay. Then they're going off to kindergarten. Right, then they're shaving. Becky. Then before you know it, they're married and they right. have kids of their own. Right. They're never right. They'll never call. Jess, we're losing them. Becky, you're losing it. Now, come on. Now, 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 one of us has to be rational, and we're dealing with cutting their hair, so it's got to be you. Jess, it's just that they're growing up so fast. I know, sweetheart, but uh, we can't go crazy every time they go through a new stage. We're just going to have to learn to live with it and go along, that's all. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess we don't have any choice, do we? Hi, Jasper. We're ready. Oh, good, because I'm finished. There you are. There you are. 
Little finishing touch, huh? Oh, Nikki, Alex, you look so handsome. Oh, boy. Very, very nice. Good lift, good flow. Hey, Beck, look at this. They got blue eyes. Hey, and here's a reward for being so doggone brave. Where'd you get balloons? No, these are for you, too. <laughs> so, Stephanie is looking at her infected ears in the mirror. They definitely look red and sore. Michelle brings in DJ, and she says, See, I told you. So, DJ is wearing a red and black plaid flannel shirt. Definitely, I'm going to have to say third place best outfit. But then again, I'm being biased because my favorite color is red. And third place worst outfit is going to go to Michelle for her green pants and her animal shirt. It's like a white shirt with animal, different animals, different colored animals on it. I'm just not like, ooh, no thank you. Michelle pointing at Stephanie says, see, I told you, her ears look like Frankenberries. And DJ took some, takes one look at DJ's, or DJ takes one look at Stephanie's ears and it's like, rushes over, like, closer inspection, touching Stephanie's ears. Like, Stephanie, your ears are infected. And, yeah, <laughs> poor Stephanie is standing there once again, paying, oh, oh, it's, DJ's inspecting her ears. And she's telling Michelle, Michelle, you pinky swore you wouldn't tell. And Michelle clarifies, you pinky swore I wouldn't tell dad. I didn't say, does this look like dad to you? No. So you pinky swore technicality. And DJ, being very motherly, sisterly here, she says, Stephanie, did you pierce them at the mall after Dad told you no? No, because if she had pierced them at the mall, they wouldn't be infected because you would have a professional who knows what to do who would have sterilized the needle on the ear gun. And she, we wouldn't be in this mess. Or Stephanie wouldn't be in this mess. And Stephanie says, no, of course not. Yeah, she says, of course not. I'm not that stupid. And Michelle says... She let Kimmy do it. Kimmy do it. Like, oh, God. See, even DJ wouldn't trust Kimmy with something like that. And DJ's like, what? You let Kimmy punch a hole in your body? I, between Danny and DJ, Kimmy is going to have a series talking to you about, you should have come to us instead of just doing that to my sister or slash my daughter because you do not have the right to go against our judgment and our say so and just do that to my my daughter's body without my permission yeah because now her ears are infected oh dj i don't like that image she's like why didn't you just fall on a rusty nail how ooh, ooh. yeah because then she'd have to get a tetanus shot and dj says stephanie you have to tell dad he needs to take you to a doctor stephanie's just like oh no and Michelle takes Stephanie's hand and says, that's okay. If you don't yell, you get a lollipop. But if you yell a lot, you get two. 
I mean, that looks like something, and like I said, I'm not a doctor, I can't diagnose this, but I mean, either that looks like something you probably had to take a pill to have it clear up, or even put some type of antibacterial cream on the ear lobes, too. And those things would probably have to come out, and she'd probably have to have it redone by a professional to make sure it's done correctly. Yeah, I'm sure that Danny's going to be like, well, Kimmy, um, here is Stephanie's medical bill from me having to take her to the doctor. You can pay this, by the way, because this is, yeah, on you. I told you, her ears look like Frankenberries. <laughs> Stephanie, your ears are infected. Michelle, you promised you wouldn't tell. I promised I wouldn't tell Dad. Does this look like Dad? Stephanie, did you pair some of them all after Dad told you no? Of course not. Ouch. Not that stupid. She let Kimmy do it. What? You let Kimmy punch a hole in your body? Why didn't you just fall on a rusty <laughs> nail? Stephanie, you have to tell Dad. He needs to take you to a doctor. Oh, no. That's okay. If you don't yell, you get a lollipop. If you yell a lot, you get two. Yeah, Stephanie's hair is now completely down. And DJ practically has to drag Stephanie into the living room because she's holding her hand as she takes her around the couch to face Danny. And he's like, hey, girls, check it out, a rubber pencil. And he's, he's balancing a pencil in between his thumb and forefinger. And it makes it look like rubber. He's, and Stephanie says, oh, well, Dad, we, I can see that you're very busy, so I'll come back later. And she turns to leave, and Steph, DJ grabs Stephanie like, oh, no, 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 we are taking care of this now. And this is how Stephanie starts. Uh, Dad, before you get angry, and he's like, oh, I hate sentences that start like that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I hate conversations that start like that. Like, yeah, basically you're on a high alert. Like, okay, clearly something is going to make me angry, something you did. And DJ looks at Stephanie like, Steph, come on, just say it. And Stephanie says, Dad, I let Kimmy Gibbler pierce my ears. And Danny just bursts out laughing like that is the most absurd thing he's ever heard. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And Stephanie kind of pushes back her hair to reveal her infected ears. Danny's eyes, like, almost bug out of his head. Like, oh, my, he is like, oh, my God. Yeah, and he, he just, he starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, right. What do you really do? And then that's where Stephanie pushes back her hair to show her earlobes. The audience, they were like, oh, and Danny is like, oh, my God. And he gets up and he's like, Steph, and he's kind of looking at her earlobes like, they're, they're infected. Do you know how dangerous this is? Well, okay, so she's still only 10, okay, and DJ's trying to, um, cushion the blow here with Danny just dead look she's she's 10 okay we've all done dumb stuff some of the stuff I did at her age you don't even want to know and he looks at her like okay enlighten me like <laughs> like this is not the best time we'll talk about that later <laughs> this is not the best time she's like 
Like, oh, Deb, this is nothing. I mean, I did a lot of stupid things in my time, stuff you wouldn't even believe. And the way that he zeroes in on DJ, like, oh, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. This <laughs> look like you don't want to test me right now because I'm already on edge. And DJ, like, beats a quick retreat. Like, you know what? I'm out of here. Bye. Like what? And she's like, uh, you know what? Why don't we deal with Stephanie's issue? I'm gonna go be somewhere not here right now. Well, Danny is furious. He says, Steph, sit down. And then he goes in for the attack. He's like, Steph, you lied to me. You deliberately disobeyed me. This feels like Mufasa talking to Simba. You deliberately disobeyed me. And he says, I told you you could get your ears pierced when you got to junior high, just like DJ. And Stephanie fires back with, why do I always have to do everything just like DJ? It's almost like, it just feels like, even though Stephanie admires her sister, Danny is just holding up, like, DJ on this pedestal, and it's like, you should be more like your older sister, and why aren't you more like DJ? And she just, she says, I want to be, you know, why do I always have to do something like when DJ did it? Like, be more like DJ. When DJ did it, how DJ did it. I want to be treated like an individual. And Danny is willing to hear her out when she says, I want to be treated like an individual. He's like, okay, okay. And he sits down across from her. And he asks her a, a, a good question. It's like, Steph, why do you want your ears pierced? And she says, oh, because all my friends have them. All her friends, are you referring to those two Jennifer girls that are not your friends by any stretch of any means of the imagination? So, Danny brings up a good question for her. He asks her, so let me tell you something. If all your friends didn't have pierced ears, would you still want them? And Stephanie's like, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Is this a trick question? Yeah, and he even, yeah, when he asked her, why did you want to get your ears pierced? And she says, because all my friends have them. And Danny brings up a good point. It's like, okay, so you want to be treated like an individual so you can be just like your friends? Yeah, and she's like, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe. And then he has, yeah, this is a good question. It's like, what if they didn't have pierced ears? Would you want them then? And Stephanie's like, I don't know. Is this a true question? I like this because he is bringing up some majorly good points for Stephanie to kind of chew on. One, as far as if you want to be an individual, you have to know what you want. You can't set your standards based on what everyone else is doing or what's cool at the moment because eventually... Fads are going to come, fads are going to go, and then you're going to be stuck with your decision while everyone else has got the new ghoulish shoe. Like, remember um, DJ getting that job as a photographer's assistant and she wanted to get these blowouts because they're the biggest, coolest thing, and if she didn't get them, she'd be like a total nothing, apparently. Yeah, it's just the whole, like, I want it because everyone else has it. But the fact that the matter is, if no one else had it, would you really even want it? No, it's because the appeal 
and then desire to have something that someone else thinks is popular. You're basically going with the crowd. Instead of being an individual and caring about what you want and what you're into and standing your ground, like with the clip-on earrings and the sunglasses, where Stephanie immediately, because they shoot their, her things down, like, oh, that's so second grader. Oh, those are so out of style. She's not into them anymore. It's Girl, you gotta you gotta learn how to stand up for yourself, especially, and you gotta like search for people that are actual friends, not people that are gonna shoot down your interests because they're not into them. Live your life based on other people's expectations. That's not how. That is not a happy life. At least I wouldn't think so. Yeah, and he tells her it's like when as you get older, you're gonna have to make more and more tougher decisions, and you can't base those decisions based on what's cool or what's in at the moment or what all your friends are into. Hey, so you can't make decisions based on what's popular or what's on TV. Or the fact, like, in season eight, when Stephanie is dressing just like Gia, she's very influential. She will... Or, or, or even the same thing with Mickey and stuff like that. You know, Mickey was very influential as well, and it just feels like... Stephanie wants a friend, but she goes about it the wrong way. It's like, why don't you keep your identity? You can still have your own identity. You still have your same interests. You don't have to compromise those interests for the sake of what someone else is into. And this can also be my Tanner Teachable moment of the episode as well. And he tells her, you have to know what works, what works for you. And Stephanie asks, how will I know? And he tells her, you have to think about what's right. And he tells her, you know, if you ever have any doubts about these decisions you have to make, that's what I'm here for. That's why you can come to me and we can figure it out together. And he says, I love you, Steph. And Stephanie says, I love you too, Dad. And they hug. So Stephanie does apologize. She says, I'm sorry, Dad. And he says, look, we're going to look at each situation now and how it works best for you. But, you know, Danny is still going to be in control of whether, you know, he has the final say. So is he just going to go to the doctor and hope they have an appointment that day? Like, do you have any open availability? You don't? Okay. Or they end up going to the emergency room because she's got to have those ears looked at. Definitely, I, I mean, I could see definitely some type of topical antibacterial cream to clear up the redness. And maybe even, I mean, depending on... Well, not to think... Well, I'm also thinking... And I, I'm sorry if I'm getting too much into the ear-piercing part, but aren't you, you're still using <clears throat> a needle that has been used on other people's you know, body parts, earlobes, nose, mouth, lips, tongue. This is all things where fluids of any kind can be passed. You know, saliva, you know, blood, all of this stuff. And you just, you don't know if somebody has something. So Danny's like, all right, well, we'll go to the doctor. And on the way back, we'll stop for some burger and fries. And she's like, wow, you're on a roll. And he does tell her pretty much she's grounded. Like, yeah, that is the last meal you're having out for a very long time. And she's like, grounded, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I should have seen that one coming. Like, yeah, you should have. Yep. 
she's just like teaching. Like, I can't believe you let Kimmy Giller punch a hole in your head. Well, her earlobe. <laughs> hey, girls, look at this. A rubber pencil. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I see you're in the middle of something important. Okay, okay. Uh, Dad, before you get angry... Oh, I hate conversations that start like that. Dad, I let Kimmy Gibbler pierce my ears. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, what'd you really do? My God! Steph, they're, they're infected. Do you have any idea how dangerous this is? Now, Dad, remember, she's only ten. I mean, I did a lot of stupid things in my time. Things you wouldn't even believe. Like what? Uh, maybe you two should work this out. Steph, sit down. You lied to me and you deliberately disobeyed me. I told you you could get your ears pierced when you got to junior high like DJ. Why do I have to do everything like DJ? When DJ did it, how DJ did it. I want to be treated like an individual. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a good point. It is? I mean, it is. <laughs> Steph, let me ask you a question. Why did you want pierced ears? All my friends have. So you wanted to be an individual so you could be exactly like your friends? Well, no. I guess maybe. Honey, if your friends didn't have pierced ears, would you still want them? I don't know. Is this a trick question? Stephanie, if you want to be an individual, you have to know what you want. As you get older, you're going to have to make more and more tough decisions. And you can't, you can't base your decisions on what your friends are doing or what's popular or what's on TV. You have to know what works for you. How will I know? Well, you have to think about what's right. And then if you ever have any doubts, that's what I'm here for. I love you, Steph. situation individually and we're going to base the rules on what works for you okay that sounds great okay but first let's get you to the doctor and have him look at those ears good idea and then on the way back we'll uh, we'll stop for a burger and some fries <laughs> you're on a roll because that's the last meal you're gonna be having out for a long time <laughs> grounded huh yep i should have seen that one coming So that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So the best outfits of the episode, as I said, the first place is going to go to Stephanie's. Actually, it turns out that wasn't a skirt. That was shorts with the faux leather fringe on the edges. And then her um, cowboy Navajo-ish type vest with the uh, red dirt looking shirt <laughs> she was wearing underneath. That's first place. Second place, best outfit, is going to the Twins' Windbreaker outfits at Jasper's Barbershop. One was kind of a bluish, tealish color. The other one was kind of a red and orangish color. 
the third place, of course, is DJ's black and red plaid long sleeve shirt. Worst outfit, of course, hands down, has got to go to Kimmy's. It's got a zipper that goes all the way to the top. It's like um, a long, like, dress type. And it was just, I didn't really care for it. It was like, I don't know if that was plaid, but it's like a bunch of squares kind of running down the length of the dress. And it just, it was not appealing. It was just not appealing at all. Second place, of course, is going to the shoulderless denim shirt that Becky was wearing with the ridiculous looking long tie and third place of course worst outfit going to Michelle with the green pants and the white shirt with the multicolored animals on the front just not a fan so the like I said Tanner teachable moment is that when it comes to any type of ear piercing don't do that stuff yourself you know, especially if you are under a certain age where you have to ha you have to have an adult. It's just ask them about it and weigh the pros and cons of having ears pierced versus not having the pierce. Why you want? I loved Danny's questioning to Stephanie, finding out why exactly he wanted to have her ears pierced. Like, what was the reasoning behind it? A lot of it had to do with. Her quote-unquote friends, which I don't feel are her friends, had them, and that's why she won. Surprised she didn't say, I also want to shave my legs, or something like that, because they were supposedly doing that as well. Um, let's see here. Also, when it comes to haircutting, I'm not going to say a whole lot about that, because each their own with their own kids, and how you do that, but me, I would probably rather have a professional do it. And just have it, you know, done at home and whatnot. Just for, but sometimes it's like you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. So haircuts are not cheap, I will say that. Especially if you have other add-ons, like you want to get your hair washed beforehand. If you want to have it styled a certain way. Me, I don't go for styles. I just like, I just wear, I don't do anything special with my hair when it comes to, uh, you know, styling it a certain way or fixing it. No, it's pretty much just there. Part it down the middle. That's basically it. Tuck it behind my ears. That's how I do it. I... So, yeah. Just, but as far as, like, you both... I mean, if you're both raising kids, you both got to be kind of on the same page or compromise as best you can for the kid. Especially if you've never cut hair before. It's like, no, you should have someone at least show you. You can't just go in there willy-nilly with scissors and hope for the best. <laughs> so, yes, next week I will be doing the final episode in the Father's Day series, which is Season 7, Episode 7, High Anxiety. This is a Danny and Michelle episode. 7 out of 7, I'm sorry, Season 7, Episode 7. This aired October 26th, 1993. Michelle wants Danny to stop treating her like a baby. Jesse can't make decisions about the renovation of his club. That's right, he has a bunch of toilets in the living room. He has to choose what ones he wants for his club. The whole color scheme, color aspect thing going on. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you have a great weekend. And, yeah, if you want to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to leave a...
review for the podcast, just go to iTunes, search Full House or Fuller House Podcast, click on All My Lanta Holy Chalupas, and scroll down to where it says leave a review. Leave a review. Use emojis if you'd like. Every five-star review the podcast gets does help it get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans, new and old like yourselves. So, all right. Bye-bye, everybody.